calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I haven't been on the podcast for ages. It's my first time with you, Joe. Oh, hello. <laughs> I've sat near you for a long time. I've wanted to be with you, but this is the first time that I have yeah. actually been with you. Yeah. Longingly staring through the gaps in our computer monitors. Absolutely. That's nice. Uh, how would you describe your podcast persona? Uh, very, very intelligent and well-informed. Really? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> we will see. Uh, also on this podcast, uh, Gav Murphy, how would you describe your podcast persona? Well, I don't know, just casually gobbing off as if my opinion matters at all. <laughs> but your, your opinion does matter. I care what you say. Yeah, actually, I haven't been on this podcast for ages. I was just thinking about it. I can't remember the last time I was on. Is it because Joe has joined us? It was It was the first time that I got a keyword countdown. Was and it? And then you just left. Yeah, just <laughs> left. It. Yeah. It's over. I mean, presumably, we know, like, we can see where I left the podcast because, I don't know, like, rated must have just gone right down the shit <laughs> to be fair you don't know that you're not on it until after you've downloaded that's a good point it wouldn't have affected at all because uh, gab look- free <laughs> tags like little explicit tags <laughs> and if you look at the uh, description on iTunes uh, I think we've still got like Martin and Tom yeah, yeah, yeah. So. it's because like, this is weird thing that nobody knows how to change, how to change yeah. Um, I, yeah maybe we should look at that nah. I've always done the same thing when I've gone oh I'm going to look into uh, fixing that and then gone right what's happening now? oh podcast is up. Yeah, man, it's gone it's, it's gone through the the veil now it's like yeah. antiques like they're just shit chairs for a while mm-hmm. and then they're cool old things that's yeah. what that is it's like a, it's a vintage. talking about shit chairs I think these are on their last legs they've only Come got one it. leg you each that? You, don't <laughs> you, like, that. you don't like the table because it's too like wobbly it's not me I don't mind it I like it I've got a little love for it but lots a of little people, love lots of people don't like it because it wobbles but as long as you sit away from it it's fine but that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to sit away and then there's chairs and I'm going to go what's that <laughs> chair just sit still I can't sit still though I've got some form of something in me do a Russell Brandon stand up for this whole podcast oh, no. just get your don't torso into the shop these guys did a live podcast standing up before what I would, I'd just be like you'd just be able to see how much I sweat was from nerves. <laughs> Wait, were you, did you have mic stands or did you, were you free holding? We held them. Like Morrissey. Walking around, right. flicking they the didn't even wires have that. around. They had like Britney oh, no, Spears right. mics, yeah. Yes, you are right. We had, what? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I don't mind holding a microphone like, with my hand. I'm, I'm able to do that. Like yeah. Tim Cook 
presenting Apple stuff. <laughs> you standing up there yes. talking about games. Just like him. I wouldn't be able to, I actually wouldn't be able to sit still. I can barely stay still when I'm sitting in a chair, let alone have an entire stage to walk around. I it think was good though, because you tend to get more energy when you're standing up. I was going to oh, say, definitely, yeah. it would add dynamism if people yes. were walking yeah. around and doing actions and kung fu kicking. That'd yeah. be great. If we were doing all those yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go back. Actually, we just film. had a, we had a, uh, no, unfortunately not. Uh, we just had a thermometer that looked like a penis. That was the main prop that we had on stage. That's weird. Is there any? Do I need that explained, or is that just what it was? We were talking about the hottest stories of the week, and so, <laughs> so, we, oh, so we, wow. we, made, we made the thermometer look like a penis. <laughs> I was in the IGN UK fucking that more prop comedy. <laughs> That's all we want, like carrot top. <laughs> hey, it was our first live one. We should do more because I want to. I want to see what it's like to stand up during one. Yeah, I do a monthly live podcast, but. I absolutely shit myself as soon as I go on stage. So it's just like I glue to my chair. Why? And then I hate moving. I don't know, I just nerves, I suppose. Mm. And I've been doing them sober for a while as well, which is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about what we're here for? Yes. Uh, so Uncharted 4 came out this week. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you've downloaded it to your console. Yeah, it sure is on it. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. What about all the patches? Oh, well, no, they're, they're all done. I did that overnight. So right. I can go. It's well, smaller, I was gonna right? Go. The, the, the yeah. actual in patch is really small. Five gig. I thought yeah. the multiplayer was meant to be huge or something on it. It's five gig. That's not that bad. That's bigger than all of the Overwatch beta. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. It's pretty big. Well, yeah, but I've had like you know seventy gig downloads and stuff. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed Syndicate was seventy gigs or something. Yeah, but that's it's for the ridiculous. full game though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it, so I got the uh, download version of it, and it right. was f- fifty-two gig. 12 hour install yeah. but it does that kind of smart thing of like it realises that my internet is supplied by Sky and therefore is utter shite right. so it was like okay here's the first bit for you to play yeah. but like you play it and then it's like you always outpace it exactly and then yeah. there was a bit where it was like 15 minutes to the next part but I could hear the, the next piece of dialogue going on in the background oh, that's annoying like, I don't think it's supposed to be like that I'm not sure if Cooper told this story on the podcast before because I know he's talking about the Uncharted event mm. but it was we went to an Uncharted event and Bruce Straley sort of introed it and he said basically the reason they had to do that is because they filled uh, the Blu-ray disc there was 500 meg left yeah. on the disc well that's like, why I thought there was the so much more yeah. no. so how did nuts. they do Assassin's Creed then? God knows I mean, I guess you have to download bits of that as well. Yeah, but like, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Speaking of the installation thing, when I downloaded Arkham Knight, it it doesn't download. It seemingly doesn't download auto saves. So when I got to the end of the first portion, which is yeah. the big reveal of the villain in that, or you know, one oh, yeah, of the villains yeah, yeah. in that game, can we spoil it now? I don't know. Probably. Well, the, that is the Arkham Knight. No, the not, Arkham not Knight. the Arkham Knight. <laughs> no, the other guy. Maybe not. All right, anyway, someone else turns yeah. up, and then it just up. stops. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll turn it off, I'll come back. Just deletes it, had to play it all again. <gasps> and then... <laughs> and you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, what's the point in this? Yeah. I don't, think I, would play, I don't think I would have played it again. Yeah, no. I thought it was going to be quick. But yeah. yeah. Well, you just turn off Arkham Knight forever. That's me done. Well, how long is it? Like an hour. Ah, no, I was all right. Yeah, it was too much. Like... I lost everything from Fallout New Vegas. I lost about seven hours worth of stuff. Oof. And I was like, I really wanted to play it, but I can't play that again. Like, I walked no. into, basically, it was one of these shops where you take off all your ammo and take off all your armor and your guns and leave them in this box outside and go mm. and see this lady. Went in, and then when I came back out, I opened the box and nothing in the box. <laughs> I thought, oh, it's part of the storyline. Like, I started talking to everyone going... You know, where's my, where's my guns? <laughs> <laughs> and no one was, everyone was like, not saying anything. I was like, ah, wise guys, eh? <laughs> but then, like, I spoke to every single person around. I was like, 
what if it's just not meant to be like this? Jesus. And then I looked online, like, yeah, somebody else had had the same problem as well. Right. Just, all my stuff was gone forever. That's always the thing in Fortnite games, isn't it? Yeah. They just go wrong in weird ways that make you question your own sanity. But then sometimes I like that about them because you get these really weird little things that happen to you and you think, oh, this has only happened to me. Yeah, this is the one bit of story no one else got. <laughs> but, but when it's got rid of all my stuff, I should have just carried on playing the game and see what it was like to play in my pants. I think you are down to your pants in it. Oh, I was. <laughs> I think you play games wrong. I really do. I do yeah. <laughs> Pretty much any games, like I've ended up in my pants again. Like, what? Yeah. If I uh, see any Uncharted screenshots where you've, I was going to say, yeah. So, uh, are you naked in Uncharted? I wish that'd be really good. Well, you, mo- you be, might. Be. I would have liked to have had like a because the clothing, the the outfits are really good in there. I would have liked to maybe maybe if you, when you play through a second time, you can choose your outfits and stuff. There's multiplayer stuff. Yeah. You, there's different. That looks really good as well. It seems like quite a lot yeah. of stuff going on in there. Um, but yeah, no, I do play games in a weird way. Like, I find strange things. Like, I told Joe earlier, like, earlier I found that you could, if you flash your flashlight in Uncharted in someone's face, they kind of like go, oh, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, I wonder how long, it, like, if you actually say anything. So I was there for about 10 minutes, shining my torch in my brother's <laughs> eyes. And I was like, this is not how this game's meant to be played. <laughs> I've only got an hour to play over I, lunch. I wonder if the batteries will die. <laughs> Just sit <here>. See? <laughs> That's not a bad shout. Yeah. It's like the first time you see in you know, I think what was it, in Child Two, the first yeah. time he did the thing where he puts his hand against walls and yeah. stuff and he always yeah. looks really weird. But the first time it, it did that, I was like, I'm just gonna do that on all the walls. I'm yeah. just gonna be weird wall walker Drake. I love Chatter. that though. Like it, every time I play a game now and he doesn't and like the character do, doesn't put their hand up on the yeah. walls and we'll pass it. Fake. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's the thing that I like about it the most is, yeah. is and I I did a video piece about it a few weeks ago, but about it's the small details mm. that yeah. Like Naughty Dog are exceptional at polishing their games to like yeah. the absolute limit. The game itself so far, I'm enjoying it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll get criticised, but it's it's a good game. But I still feel like I've kind of seen it before. I don't know. I feel, I'd like I love the series so much, and I love okay. those characters so you like much. Three? I loved it. Yeah, ah, three that's the thing. Like, it was forgettable. For I me. think. I think. <sighs> Two is two is two like is the best storyline, like really, really good. So it's never going to be as good. Also, as that. two did stuff that had never been done before. Yeah, and each game uh, since then, I feel has been a retread to some extent. Yeah. Well, two's the first time that anyone, instead of going, it's you know, uh, Sony's Tomb Raider. Yeah, they started going. Everything now is this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. when Tomb Raider started copying Uncharted instead. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah. switch around is is a landmark moment. Yeah. So I, th- yeah. I think that is an awesome thing about Naughty Dogs is they can just take their time yeah. with everything and just be like, mm. we'll put this back as many right, times as we need. Right? We've got so much money. Um, but I also f- I find it really fun as well. I find it way more fun to play than the third one. Because by the third one, I did kind of feel like you, where I was like, I love the characters, I love the story, dialogue's still yeah. making me laugh. But the gameplay, I was like, oh, it feels really sort of similar. But where's this? Like, the stealth bits, initially I thought, when I first played the preview of it, I thought, oh, I'm not, don't know how I feel about that. But I actually really like it. It takes a while to get, yeah, because like, when yeah. you play it in isolation, the same as when I did at the, the pre-release event, yeah. you're so used to not playing it in that way. Yeah. It feels like, <laughs> but actually yeah. it's introduced in quite a neat way. Yeah. And, like going through the tall grass and stuff like that yeah. works really well. And you can get uh, away from the enemies pretty quickly. Yeah. I think I'm in almost the same spot as you. I think we are, yeah. Uh, in Scotland. Like chapter 8, Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapter yeah. Eight We're super like simple, yeah, yeah. And then um, the other piece where the the little like moon bits look like a penis drawing on the oh, wall. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing the thing I liked about it is when you play like I really like Metal Gear Solid Five. Yep. But when things go tits up in that, you still get the thing where you feel bad 
that they've gone wrong and yeah. people have seen you and it starts to turn into a bullet thing with this I don't feel so bad because it's like Nathan Drake is an idiot yeah. and he's the the joke you know the entire thing is he's an idiot and he's yeah, doing yeah. things the wrong way all the time so it was a bit in Scotland where I'm like I'm taking people down on the tall grass kicking people off ledges which is hilarious yeah. like because I was like hiding jumped over run over kicked someone and jumped behind a box <laughs> and no one saw me I was yeah. like this is brilliant also like when your your brother or with, when yeah. the Sully's with you um, like you're hiding in the grass and he's just standing running past someone and they don't notice them it's like, and oh, I, I, haven't they, I haven't experienced that yet oh, I, I, yeah. I definitely have like they were walking one of the guys was walking towards an arch yeah. and I was on one side of the arch he was on the other and then right at the last minute he decided to run around to my side of the arch in yeah. plain view uh, I was not spotted I haven't and seen I guess, that yet so you know, it'd be dreadfully that, unfair yeah. if, like, your AI mate got spotted and did you over. Well, but at the same time, though, yeah. it's, like, it's that Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite thing where yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. well, no one really cares. No one wants yeah, her to die. Yeah. It would be really annoying if she was, so just let her be invincible and deal yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's all right. Yeah. Like, but the, the, I'm kind of fine with that. The thing yeah. that I like about the stealth piss, which is what I was just saying, is like, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like I'm being naughty when I'm just like, right, I'm hiding. And I see three guys grouped together, and there's one of those, like, can- gas cancers there. I'm just like, yeah. well, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> and just chuck it at them and then shock it and then they all blow up and then because then afterwards your brother's like well I could have gone better and, yeah. and it's like it's kind of like a laugh that he's mm. sort of done it so I don't feel yeah. especially when you see like these big red canisters there's two people standing next to it it's like well I could climb all the way over there or I could just shoot that and blow the two of them up and then I will have to kill some people so I'm playing but, it I'm trying to play it stealthy because okay. that's how I did Metal Gear but you are right yes yeah. I haven't managed oh, there's a couple of bits that I managed to get through oh that's good was um, it kind of what killing everyone in the bit yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. So but that's how I did the whole of Metal Gear 5. Apart yeah. from the bits where you can't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does it feel like it's drawing on what they did with The Last of Us then? When it when it's like, you should be trying to do stealth, but if it goes wrong, it's actually quite fun to get yourself out of I, that situation. I maybe. don't feel like there is as much at stake in Uncharted as there that was in... Uh, because like I was genuinely terrified of the clickers and stuff like mm. that. Absolutely, and, like, yeah. you know, When you kind of alerted them, you're like... It was really hard like, as well. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this, as Gav said, like, I've seen a few people criticising the gunplay. I actually think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm still getting my division and controls the wrong way around. Yeah. So when I should be going to cover, I'm jumping over it. Still, my fault, though. Are you still playing the division? Yes. Jesus. That's good, though. I've gone a long way down the path. I need to get up to a level. <laughs> and it's like, I've put so much into it. But you realise that's the point. They're going to keep adding higher and higher levels. And I you're stuck forever. I've seen the, the next level cap. And I'm so far away from Jesus it. Like, I don't know if I can be bothered. No. The but, thing um, that I've, I've seen people... I've seen the same kinds of people that... I always seem... I always see sort of the same like websites and journalists and like just notable people who are into games being part of the exact same conversation when a game comes out. So a game will come out and there'll be something to do with it. And we've talked about on this podcast before in the same kind of way of like when that Assassin's Creed was just wrecked. And it's the same oh, kind yeah, of people yeah, who yeah. are just like, they'll focus on, there'll be that one story to do with the game. Like yeah. this is this is the thing to do with that game. Mm. And it's always the same people that are focusing on it. So, and then as soon as Uncharted 4 came out, some people, like in some pe- people's reviews were like, oh, I don't think the gunplay is very good. Yeah. And then I just saw... You just see people going, oh, well, I like Uncharted, but the gunplay's not very good. Yeah. It's like, you don't really think that. I think it's all right. Like, I think it's fine. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, the one thing that, and it, this may well change, is that I'm not that bothered about the story too much right now. Okay. Um, you know, it feels like, what, we two to three hours in, maybe? Yeah, if that, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, and I want to, f- and we're starting now to find out more about Avery, who's the pirate, the yeah. whole thing is. 
that's the stuff I want to see him play and get to. Yeah. And I appreciate that, you know, there's a lot of backstory. I won't go into too much detail because you're going to go there and it's telling. Yeah. It's, it's obviously building up Drake yeah. for a finale, fall, whatever happens at the end of it. I don't mm, know. Yeah. But they're showing you a side of him that you haven't really seen before and... Ah, it's kind of interesting. I actually like how, this is not a spoiler, but I like how he's different yeah. around his brother than he is with other people. Yeah. And you kind of feel like, did you have, have like a friend when you were growing up that was like a naughty kid that you weren't really meant to hang out with? It was me. Yeah. I was the kid. Right. <laughs> but no. But like, there was this, uh, I remember like, there was this naughty kid that I used to kind of like show off to at school. Yeah. Like, and I kind of feel like Drake is doing the same thing with his brother. Yeah, That's yeah. really cute. Like, yeah. and it, 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 he's definitely different around his brother than he is, than we've seen him in the last three games. Yeah. So he's always been like the cool, like, you know, the top guy. Whereas here, you sort of see that he's a little bit fragile around his brother. And I think that, I don't know, I'm really interested to see where that goes. I, I think I've already worked out how it's going to end in my yeah. head just because I've been thinking about it so much. But, I well, mean, that, and also, like, you know, the fact, the relationship that he has with Elena as well. And, yeah. like, the stuff that happens there yeah. just before he goes away, you know that something bad is going to happen, I yeah. would assume. The, the, in, the yeah. Indiana Jones comparison is a lazy point at this point, but mm. that does sound just exactly like The Last Crusade. Mm. That's how, how he yeah. is with his dad. Mm. Like, yeah. That's the same thing. But I but really with, like But, that but with this, it's not so much like he changes in a way like, like a father and son. Mm. This is more like he... You can tell that Drake knows that his brother's bad news. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming... like his brother is bad news because the way that he acts and stuff like that also he smokes so exactly. you, you know he's exactly. a bad guy yeah. if, he's, if they smoke or they deal in plutonium you know they're bad you know they're bad guys is that what happens <laughs> no, oh, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> or in 80s film he's got a ponytail um, oh, but they're blonde and German <laughs> long haired blonde and German always a henchman but I just I just kind of like how you know he's making excuses for his brother and stuff all the time and yeah. there's a really good scene um, early on where uh, his brother's kind of talking about Sully and you think like anybody else talks about Sully that like I can't I, like you're angry because yeah. uh, Sam's talking about Sully in any kind of way that isn't just Sully's the best person in the world yeah, don't yeah, ever yeah. talk about <laughs> Sully ever again yeah. but Nate doesn't he kind of sticks up for him but he kind of does it in like a really wet way and then yeah. it, they get interrupted and then yeah. everything's fine but yeah. you're thinking like who is this who is this guy that's coming into this game like you know we've we've played three hour we've played three games sorry um with Sully and Nate and this guy's yeah. coming between them now like yeah. I love it I think it's really good oh, that's quite yeah cool. like I th I think I'm going to really enjoy it yeah I just it feels like it's a bit slow to begin okay, with okay right yeah, yeah. Like, in fact I have seen a few people saying that the first act is a bit okay and it, it definitely feels like it's gearing <clears> up <throat> but my god in terms of showing off the power of the PS4 it's like there's nothing else like is it is your PS4 making a noise though when it's being played I'm playing with headphones oh, okay, so right. I don't know because I only noticed last night when I was playing <coughs> my PS4 and my TV is right at the foot of my bed when I was lying in bed and it's like this is so noisy it sounds like it's taken off right yeah, <laughs> but no. Cooper said his was sounded like it was going to explode and he went to like fiddle with the wires at the back to see if anything was wrong and just like burnt his hand <laughs> like it sounds like, like it's pretty uh, intense. Last of Us killed my PS3. Did he really? Like, yeah, because I was playing that, and then like that was making a massive noise, and yeah. then it just shut down. So <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen on my PS4. Oh, naughty dog. Console yeah. killers. Unbelievable. This is obviously just pushing it to the limit, yeah. which is worrying, because you think, how far into this cycle are we it's ever all right. heard of a little thing called the Neo oh, is coming <laughs> <laughs> have fun with your spaceship console <laughs> shut up are you looking forward to playing it yeah like I'm not an invested Uncharted fan right. at all like I've spent a long time writing about Xbox stuff so I just never really got around to it and 
like it's always been something that interests me and the yeah. bits I played the start of two I thought it was great and I played the start of three and I was like this, this is cool so I'm kind of ready for it but I've, I do worry I'm not gonna have any like your reaction to Sully and stuff I know that yeah. character and I know he seems cool but I have right. no emotional connection to him right, at okay, all I'm just yeah. like he's a cool guy with a moustache I want him to be my dad yeah. like that's that's the only thing I feel yeah like, and there are like decisions, you, like dialogue decisions, you make based on previous adventures. I don't uh, think they have any uh, impact yeah. on the outcome of that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's like a little <clears throat> cute nod to like previous games and stuff. Mm. Like. I am quite interested to go in with that feeling, though, yeah. because then, it, like, presumably, I'll be getting something different out of it, and I'll be sort of there's a sense that I'll be judging it on its own merits, and I won't have like the baggage of the other stuff. So maybe I'll yeah. go in and be like, this game, this gun plays great yeah. because I yeah. don't have that, like you say, that that constant like legacy criticism of yeah. bad gunplay in Uncharted which is easy that's a really good point um, yeah if it, from the outside also it feels like this is the first time they've trusted Nathan as a character like mm. he's always been like this wisecracking dude that everyone's like well, you kill so many people yeah. and this time they're kind of going he's got a backstory he's got a brother and there's all these different yeah. like yeah, yeah, interpersonal yeah. things to deal mm. with which sounds really interesting and yeah. more interesting to me than the old stuff like there's a, a couple of moments like when he's on the sofa with Elena and stuff like yeah. that like you know they've never kind of treaded that kind yeah. of no. before so I'm I into think that and that, that stuff's really heavy as well because yeah. you think like they initially this is not sports because it was ages ago like they initially broke up because like they were bored because they tried to stop doing what they were doing, stop mm. the life that they were doing, and then they realised actually we love this life that we're doing. And Mr. That's and what, Mrs. Smith, exactly, and, that, and, and that's where they broke up, which is interesting to me. Then when you go back for four, and it starts off and they're in this like sort of boring life because yeah. you just think you guys know this doesn't work for the two of you because you've done it yeah. before and you know that he wants something different and she does as well that's, that's the really interesting thing like yeah. when you watch those early scenes you can just see that she's bored with her life they both are but yeah. they've made this sort of sacrifice because they go right you know we're going to die if we carry this on so it's yeah. interesting to see how she's going to do it and I really really hope they don't do that just horrible thing where they, she just becomes like this nagging wife She's, I don't better, think, she's better than that. I don't think that's going to happen. I but we will see. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing more. Yeah, I can't wait. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Green Room is Green a film. Green Room is a film. That's, out, that's out this week uh, in I the UK. I didn't realise it was that quick. Yeah, it's, out this, yeah it's, it's been out for ages in the US. Mm. Yeah. Like, absolutely ages. I remember Chris talking about it um, a long time ago. And for some reason it's only come out this week, but that doesn't matter because it's out. And it's. I think it's probably what my film it? of the year. It's a film. It's the same guy who did... Uh, Blue Ruin excellent. you guys have seen that it's an excellent film it's really really good so, is that film all about the beard right yeah, yeah. all about the beard and, um, <laughs> is that why you liked it you like beards no but I've not ba- seen it basically so. I, went, I went to see Blue Ruin under the guise of it was like um, hey it's, uh, this film has uh, loads of beards and stuff in it Like, so I got invited to it by a friend who oh, was right. just like oh, that you, sh- you come right, okay. and uh, because they were doing like beard trimming at the beginning of the screening so I went had my beard trimmed then watch it the guy's got a beard in Blue Ruin for about 10, ten minutes, minutes. it's right. ridiculous it's, uh, like it's just another rubbish marketing thing where they were just like uh, what's it got beard yep yeah, beard trimmer's <laughs> fine um, but it's, it's you like, got you down there yeah when it, when it came out it, lots of people were sort of calling this guy sort of you know saying like he's sort of the embodiment of like the new Coen brothers it kind of feels like that sort of like crime and comedy actually when you I rewatched Blue Ruin recently it's not that funny not at all not as funny as I remember it being in the cinema which is weird I remember it being like quite black comedy but it's really not it's really hard Um, but it's kind of about he makes these like really small sort of like crime films and this is even smaller than that because it basically takes place in one in one place the green room of a club 
Right. And the idea is that the this this sort of hardcore um, like skinhead punk band, even though they're not racist, go to play at this racist club. I have. I've seen. I've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. I think we ran that clip on site, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and no, then that, yeah. something happens, and they get tra- and they get trapped in the green room. Who's um, in it? Anton Yelchin. Right. Plays Chekhov, Alias Shawcat, uh, Alias Shawcat, who's in Arrested Development, and Patrick Stewart as well. Right. It's also got the guy who's from Blue Ruin, who's an amazing actor. Yeah. But yeah, Patrick Stewart is in it, and lots of people said that they didn't like his accent. He's doing whatever accent he wants uh, in it. Um, <laughs> it's it's less the well, I haven't seen it, but it's less the accent than the role he's playing that right, interests yeah. me. Oh, in that actually, film. Yeah, like, yeah. I've never heard of Pat. Patrick Stewart playing anything like that role before, no yeah which he's, is really exciting but that's the thing he does it in a he basically plays like the head of the skin the skinhead gang um, but he does it in a way that is really creepy and horrible he's really calm throughout the entire film even though like mental stuff is happening constantly yeah. and his calmness is really eerie um, but there's a lot of really nasty people and there's a lot of really nasty scenes in there um, I listened to um, Patrick Stewart talking about it on The Nerdist I think recently okay, yeah. and he mentioned that when he first got the script he read through it put it down turned on all the security lights in his garden just got a massive scotch and looked out of his French windows for eight or like for like hours. He was awesome. just terrified of it. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, that kind of sold it to me. I was like, all right, and yeah. he's the one doing the, yeah. the horrible stuff. It's so. uh, it's it's just brilliant. It, like I didn't I didn't see any trailers before going in. So if you can go see it without seeing any trailers or watching anything about it, then definitely do that. Now, is he doing like? Colors on purpose. I don't know. Blue room, maybe, green maybe room. He is. What's next? Maybe he is. Red Sea. Yeah, that'd be right. That'd be right. Actually, sounds yeah. all right. <laughs> this guy makes these like little films that like, every year that I've seen one of his films, I've been like, shit, that might be my favorite film of the year. Is Blue Ruin Blue was Blue Ruin his first feature length? I think so. Yeah. Um, was that two years two years ago? Something like that. They'll have him doing Marvel um, soon. Yeah, he'll be one of them. Or Star Wars, he'll be doing one yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, ah, what if he did the. That rumoured Boba Fett one. Really yeah. brutal, horrible, small-scale Boba Fett <laughs> film. That'd be great. Um, it's that. not going to happen. No, I know, but I just like to think and, and be better than Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> I tweeted the other day saying like it's a perfect date movie, but hoping that maybe someone would take someone on a date to see it. But maybe you, maybe you can, and maybe that's what your relationship needs. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's film, it's a properly brutal film that's full of horrible scenes. Yeah, it mm. also feels kind of video gamey as well um, because really? they've kind of got to like escape and they've got to do all these different things to try and get out, and everything keeps going wrong for them as well, which is really really harsh. And it's it's just got some. It's got some really nasty bits in it. Is the music good? Music is... If you're into that music, I guess it probably is good. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just not into that noise no. at all. Mm. It's just like shouting, like kids shouting with really horrible, kids heavy shouting. guitars. Um, I got Come invi- on, granddad. I got invited to a couple of things where they were like, oh, we're going to have a couple of bands who are similar to them playing. And I was like, oh, I'm all right, thanks. I probably won't go to that, even though I really <laughs> want to see the film again. I might not go because I just don't think I could listen to that music because it's yeah. like people chucking themselves around. And there's one scene actually where there's, uh, I'm, I wish it was anything but that music because it's shot beautifully and it's like loads of slow motion. These skinhead punks sort of like chucking around and moshing and like punching each other and stuff like that. And it looks awesome, but the music's terrible. <laughs> you just want it to be Claire de Lune or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's Green Room. Definitely go see that. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. 
So, uh, Game of Thrones, we're now on... Here's uh, a TV show. Here's <laughs> a TV show. We're on episode three, I think. That's, yeah, episode uh, three just gone, yeah. up to. So you interviewed Bran yeah. uh, last week. It was I got awesome. properly done over with that. <laughs> because um, they were like, oh, we're going to bring Bran into the office. Uh, Isaac something. Hempstead right? I, yeah, he's got a brilliant Isaac Double Barrel name. Yeah, Isaac Double Barrel um, came into the office to talk all spoilers about this episode, which yeah. is a big episode for Bran. And... We obviously said, oh, well, it's not on here till Monday. Can we get a screener of it? And I think initially we were going to get a screener of it. And then they were like, oh, no, we're not getting a screener of it. Yeah. So the way that I experienced this episode was by an email that was sent to Krupa from HBO. It was just like, this happens, then this happens, then this happens, <laughs> I think you were going to say happens. it was just Bran telling you all the spoilers and you <laughs> freaking out in front of him. <laughs> no, that would have been really good, actually. Although, to be fair, I didn't know I was doing the interview, so we were setting up and everything. And Krupa was like, are oh, you ready for this interview? I was like, yeah, sure. I'm just going to press record on the camera and make sure he's in frame and stuff. <laughs> and uh, Krupa was like, tell me all these different things. Krupa was really into sort of the sort of like myths and rumours and stuff to do with the show. I actually just like the show like enough that I watch it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Krupa was like oh yeah what about this and I was like yeah that sounds really good man he was like do you think you understand that I was like yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I was like Krupa's asked me loads of weird questions today and he was sitting in here getting his makeup done Krupa no, um, Isaac not Krupa sorry I walked in Krupa was like you ready I was like yeah and he was like go on then and it was the day after we'd been that? At, yeah oh it's literally oh <laughs> yeah. my god right and so that's why I run out I was like um, I was like oh you want me to do the interview and he's like yes and I spoke to Dale and Dale was like yeah you're doing the interview like how would you not know this <laughs> and I was like I don't know <laughs> so I, that's like, it was it's a, like Jeremy Beadle's gonna burst in the room yes but it, it was the, I was like it was like proper like dead? yeah that yeah, would, be, is, that would the, be amazing yeah, that's the yeah bring him back I've been to his grave have you yeah it's in why? Highgate is it? I went to see Karl Marx's grave and he's quite close. <laughs> so is, that, is that the same cemetery? Yeah. I've been in that cemetery. I haven't seen yeah, Jeremy Beale's grave. His, uh, his grave says something like humorist, broadcaster and curator of oddities. Didn't say watch out Beatles about. It doesn't. <laughs> you should have watched out. That'd be awesome if there was like a little pressure plate and you turn around and a cardboard cut out of him's just shot out of the ground. Custard pie in your face or something. But um, yeah, no, so so I run out and was like, can I get some hair gel and then run back in? Oh, and, that's why you came yeah, in. Right. Uh, right. Looking like dishevelled, like I've right. just been naked and I've got So a did test. you get the whole episode spoiled for you or just Brand's bits? All of it. Oh. Yeah, even the bits didn't need to I was going to say, his spoiled. bits were pretty small. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the entire thing that spoiled for me. But um, I'm actually really enjoying this series. Yeah. Yeah, because so people who've listened to the podcast for a while, last year I said that that was my last season of Game of Thrones. Two. For what happens to um, um, the child of, um, so is it Stannis Baratheon? Oh, uh, yeah, as in... The little girl. She called yeah. Mira? The poison, oh. she gets poisoned on our ship. No. Oh. That's a different one. Different girl. That's yeah. Marcella. Like, spoilers. Marcella, yeah, yeah. Burned alive. He, oh, has... yeah, that was... Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Right. So as... Dragon scale face. Yeah. 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 So as a Pulled parent... <laughs> right. As a parent, yeah. I was like, that just doesn't need to be shown. Yeah, that was nasty. Uh, and it was pretty horrible. And that, for me, was the thing where I was like, it's gone too far. Um, and then the first... They lingered episode, on it a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the first Ooh. episode of this one, with what happens with Ramsay Bolton and the hounds and th the baby, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, that wasn't, <laughs> but, that wasn't very nice. Uh, I'm now, I agree with you, I think it's really good. I think it's a strong season so far. Yeah. Um, well, that was episode two, I think, because there was lots of horrible stuff happening in episode two. Like, episode two was bonkers good. Maybe it was episode two, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... 
I, I really like that bit. I think Ramsey is so good. I, well, obviously, he's the kind of new Joffrey in terms of but that's hatred, a, but I, I just want so many bad things to happen to him. Do you? Yes. See, I really love him. Like, what I don't are know you why, talking like, with, about? With, with, Monster. Jo- with Joffrey, like, oh, I hated, he's a little Weasley guy, and like, you just wanted him to die all the time. Yeah. But with this guy, there's something really cool and charismatic about him, and he's Welsh. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but I, I do love I, I love that guy. In I think he's fantastic Misfits as well. Like I know, still Misfits. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I never watched there. But, but I just think he, there's something about him that every time he's on screen, he like your eyes are just completely well, drawn he's to he's him. Properly nuts. Yeah, you're as, not quite sure what he's going to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I, I've, so I've good. said before on the podcast, I don't watch the show because I read all the books because I'm a nerd. And yeah, yeah. and. Um, but <clears throat> Ramsey in, and I don't know where it's, whether it is the same in the show anymore. And, yeah. But like Ramsey, there's a feeling that you you will root for him a little bit because he he has that like he's like evil Jon Snow in that he's the bastard right. trying to make good. Mm. Yeah, but hasn't he been treated like shit his entire life, like yeah. really badly? So it's basically like Jon Snow was like welcomed and treated lovely. Yeah. He was treated awfully. I yeah. just made that up. You kind of is right. <laughs> but he he's got this so there is that sense that you you have that underdog feeling for him, but it's like he keeps getting worse and worse and mm. testing your limits yeah. for how much you can root for yeah. a guy who's been hard done by and then he starts you know doing stuff to people's balls and then I'm like nah bad guy <laughs> yeah he's done well the last episode he did something pretty horrendous again yeah. I won't say what it is in case you haven't seen it but... oh episode 3 does something yeah oh, I don't think I've had that bit well <gasps> oh, so, so you haven't actually gone back and watched it I, I watched it with my girlfriend I only see her on weekends so I've right. got to wait I've had to wait right 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 right, right. um Oh, in that case, I definitely won't see what it is. Oh, but yes. He's just an awful human, well, awful character. I'm sure yeah. the, the actor is lovely. Of course he is. Um, but, you, yeah. But do you get that perverse enjoyment of watching horrible stuff? No. Done. But he just killed a no. kid, so I'm guessing not. I suppose. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you just <laughs> no. want him gone? Yes. Interesting. In a really horrible, horrendous... I want his nuts chopped off first. But then now I you're want... Ramsay. Yeah. But I'm not going to... Well, yeah, You've lived long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not what you want. But uh, I don't think he's going to get as good as come up. I, I mean, it's kind of building, I guess, that maybe Reek will come back. Is Reek dead now? I can't remember. Damn. What happened to him? No. No, no, he's still... Yeah, the last, actually, yeah, yeah, the last yeah, yeah. I saw of Reek, yeah. they were just taking him back. Yeah. And they did the, the, the worst job of running away ever. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> with that thing, just run away and then he hid under a tree or something. Oh, yeah, no, no she that's right. By, yeah, she got rescued by, by the thing. Uh, Brianna Brienne, yeah. Tar, yeah. Tar, that was good. Yeah. Hmm. Have, you, have you actually watched this season? Yeah, just, but the last when I watched that episode, it was like two weeks ago. So it was, oh, right, it was a long time. Long time. <laughs> so much has happened in my life in two weeks. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Fill us oh, in. Well, I'm Bullet points. <laughs> well, I came here. <laughs> I went home. There was the brand thing. There was the brand. That was a, that was a nightmare. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, literally. <laughs> Oh, you make me out like I'm not a professional every second of the day. <laughs> you don't need my help, man. I, I quote from you. I thought I was just going to press record on a camera. <laughs> You've not covered yourself in glory, mate. <laughs> Which is probably how you would sum up your job, right? <laughs> Absolutely not, no. You can't, you can't put into words what I do at this place. <laughs> yeah, you can. You said it earlier. I, every second of the day, I edit myself and I hate it. Like, oh, yeah. you've, you've... That was before we started recording, though. No. Yeah, it was. Was it? it was, yeah, yes. it was. Oh, yeah. Well, I've peeked behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Gavates himself. <laughs> so you've watched, sorry, you've read the books. Yes. But obviously they're going off in a completely different direction. Yeah, no, that's now. the annoying thing. It's like from about the middle of last season. Yeah. 
I because I'd always talked with friends watching it and kind of got to reminisce about it. It was quite yeah. nice. And then they started saying stuff like there's always been little differences, mm. but they started saying stuff, and I'm like, that has definitely not happened. Yeah, yeah. And so I've suddenly realised that either I just stop listening or I watch all the episodes. Yeah, which might happen. It's quite a. It seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know whether yeah. I can be asked. I remember when got um, loads of things on. I remember watching. I watched the episode of well, we watched the episode uh, with the fight between the mountain and the red viper oh, together yeah. in Spain. We were on holiday in Spain, and I watched it with everybody else who knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but, yeah. So it was kind of like four of the well, five other people, me in the corner, just going, "Yes, this is amazing!" <laughs> and like five other people going, "Glum face, poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. about to have a really shit day." Martin's yeah. done it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was really interesting. Like watching that scene played out and, and you kind of forget he does that really well in the books as well like it's it has the exact same feel where you're like he's doing it he's yeah. doing it he's doing it dead and that's yeah. <laughs> that's it you're just it's horrible such a well i was gonna say gut punch but it's mm. that is one thing i don't like about the series is what they have done with the mountain because he looks ridiculous yeah it looks it, so stupid isn't it like the third actor or is it just the second one no i think it's the same guy is it well, well you, they replaced him once that giant yeah but it's now the the famous giant dude that's oh, okay, always right. around the place but you can't see him no you would just see his sort of like well, frankenstein-y face yeah, well, oh, I I got, what happened. Yeah. he got killed he gets poisoned that's and then right. well this is from the books so i don't know if it's the same right. thing and then like uh Kyburn, yeah like does some sort of creepiness to him but mm. in the i think maybe in the last book he comes back but certainly in the books you just hear him screaming in a basement for <coughs> ages and Four i don't think he really comes back <laughs> yeah like yeah he looks i thought he looked like a lizard underneath his helmet or something like yeah these like it's weird, weird green eyes and killer stuff croc yeah exactly yeah. I, I don't i don't like that like it should be more normal i know <laughs> i know there's dragons and shit actually you it, should but... watch this episode because there's a fart on it is it yeah sweet all right best episode of the season (laughs) right Uh, overwatch is the best okay we've talked about overwatch already on the podcast so i'm not going to talk about it too much it's just i've been fully obsessed with it since the open beta happened and like genuinely i can already see it being my game of the year like i'm i'm so in love with everything it's trying to do with yeah. shooters which like i'm not great at but i'm doing quite well at this one and it feels like well, they're changing like you found your character <clears throat> well, i found a few but that's kind of the point no you always pick the same character which was the character Bastion. you go i don't always pick yes you, i did that you, for three matches because totally we were against a bad team Who's Bast- which one's bastion? bastion is the big robot that can turn himself into a turret oh, and then turn right, himself yeah, from yeah. that into a tank and it's great it's one of the losers going no, on. Yeah. <laughs> we played. Oh, we played one match where, after I destroyed them as Bastion, the entire <clears> team on the op- like playing the opposite side, yeah, turned themselves into Bastion. So we all turned into characters that take him down really easily and just awesome. went around behind them and destroyed them. It was great. It makes yeah. you feel really good. But actually, speaking of the way Naughty Dog get those little details, I think that's the thing that's consistently impressed me. Not just like the big overarching game theory stuff, but. Yeah. Their attempts to make everything have this personality and there's this sense of a story hovering around that you're not quite sure about is really nice. Down to, like, I was playing a character called Diva, who's like a little... Well, I don't think she's a little girl, but she's like a young girl in a mech suit with shotguns on it. And I was walking around this arcade, shooting arcade machines... And just out of nowhere, she just suddenly goes, no one will beat my high scores. And you're like, right. that's a really nice thing. I now yeah, know funny, like yeah. a little bit about her personality. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe they've put this much effort into just 
some stuff. Um, so that would that would only be said in the when if you did that thing. Yeah, like yeah. I've I don't think that appears anywhere else. And then that's cool. like I've started seeing YouTube videos pop up. So there's like little physics objects, and everyone when it first came out in closed beta, I remember PC Gamer running a thing about the physics objects in Overwatch are amazing. Yeah, and they're like basketballs that bounce around. So people started playing games with them. Yeah, I saw a YouTube video pop up <clears> the other day where a guy stuck traps onto a basketball, and then another character shot them all the way across the map, and then shot them into a character. Right, using like physics objects as projectiles. That's so clever. I'm like, I can't believe that this is in this game and that we can use this as a legitimate tactic now. It's great. That's wicked. Yeah, it's just these constant tiny little revelations you have as you play. Yeah. And yeah, I just can't see anything else capturing my imagination in the same way. I can't stop thinking about it yeah. and how I can improve. When is, when is the full thing out? Because like I completely missed weeks. it. Yeah, it's like May, it? 24th, May 24th, May 26th. Oh, class. Like that, yeah. So close. Yeah. I'm going to force the office to play that game. Yeah, I really want to play so it because I didn't good. get a chance. I saw I did the stream, mm. which I didn't play it, and played a little tiny bit before then. But we've got, I was thinking, we've got like the collector's edition. Do you reckon the game is in that? Do you reckon it's, on, it's open? But then no one would be online. You'd be playing with yourself. Yeah, servers are off, I guess. So we've still got that here. Nobody's actually bothered to check see if the game is in I literally it. just thought of it now. The game's in <laughs> it. I'm having that. Okay. <laughs> the game's in it. What but, format is it? Uh, I don't know. Also okay. don't know. Don't know. Right. Are... Can you play PC with PS4? No. Uh, no. Uh, That's annoying. Yeah. But then P- PC players are just better. So I don't want to play with them. PS4 all day. Yeah, yeah that's a good right. point, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I started playing Battle. I went to like a preview event for Battlefront, mm. and then I had to be, and you could play with a controller or you could play keyboard and mouse. Yeah. And I decided to have a go at keyboard and mouse, and I was found that I was better than everyone in the room and I was like really this is good weird because everyone was used to playing with things you, you get super accurate with mouse and keyboard yeah, yeah. like long distance shooting like like pinpoint accuracy quickly yeah. you just don't get that on, on pad no I guess not but I almost prefer that like in Overwatch especially <clears> where there are like several characters with moves that make their aim better yeah it, it's kind of better that it's slightly hazier on the but like because I, I was playing as Widowmaker a lot and there's yeah. a sniper you just don't quite get that quick um, yeah. right. aim accuracy I can see that um, does that put you off what you want to do just, no, or does just, it make you I do other stuff I just use it as an excuse quite yeah, frankly fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I never score well so I don't know if I controller in it if I was yeah. on mouse and keyboard I'd be, I'd be amazing <laughs> at this yeah, kicking your ass <laughs> you played it less than me what do you think of it like, uh, so it's Probably the biggest surprise game. I thought I would hate it. Yeah. Um, Do you like because, Destiny? Uh, it's okay. Like, is it because of the mechanically? Stuff? I really like yeah. Destiny, but like I couldn't be bothered to play it. Yeah. Like, mm. I think that the the shooting is pretty um, strong, etc. Yeah. But uh, I can't. I don't particularly like the world or the environment or anything like that. Yeah. And so, like looking at this, uh, and like everybody else on the planet, I probably lumped it in with Battleborn. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, I quite like um, shooters that are, are a bit more straightforward. There is mm. the objectives are key to this, yeah. and switching out and playing it tactic, which goes against everything like Rainbow Six, which I yeah. really like. <gasps> Sorry, the Rainbow Six DLC is, is out today. It's just yeah. come out. Yeah. Damn yeah. it! <laughs> Why are we podcasting? We're not playing that. Um, but having played it a lot, um, there is so much to it. That's, mm. I guess, the. the, the Biggest takeaway was like, oh my god, I need to really figure out how to use these characters. Yeah, because yeah. even Widowmaker, who I've used the most, and switched between a, an assault rifle and a sniper rifle, depending on your yeah, uh, primary and secondary fire. But she's got like, um, I didn't find out she got the grappling hook for ages. Really? Oh. No. 
So <laughs> that's uh, a whole advantage. No, well, I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> what could you do with that? Well, you get up high and find really good kind of sniper. So, like ah, most, of most course. Yeah. there are areas of levels where most characters can't get, basically, yeah. which is cool. all the big fat ones. All the big fat ones. Yeah. And now I know how to use it. That's and she's got like poison grenades as well. So that's cool. That's um, really good. I need to go anymore. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. But that's for me. It's figuring out. You know, working better as a team because it's. So like it's always too many sniper people in there or whatever. No one ever plays support, which I can kind of get. Yeah. Although I was playing as somebody who was a support role, and he was kicking my ass. Really? Because normally what they you're just there to like yeah, um, yeah. do health, but you, other people have got um, stuff that impacts your abilities. It kind of yeah. has a negative impact on you. And like, so I think it's it's just figuring out how to play as those characters and how to play them as well. well I watched, we yeah. Had, oh, we I watched, yeah, I watched a game that you guys were playing yesterday and Alicia had seemed like she was doing a really cool thing which is like, I think she was support. Yep. She was up on high like healing you guys with yeah. someone from really high up. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually really smart to get like a really, really like good like vantage point to, and still be able to heal. Like, yeah, there. so like, that you, they, people don't start targeting you. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah. we had this, uh, an amazing match the other day, the one that I keep telling people about where we, <laughs> we, me, you, Alicia, and like some randoms yeah. were playing a match Cooper. where. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's some a random dude. That guy. Um, and like I was Bastion, mm. proving your point, where yeah. so I was just sitting, staring down this corridor where they kept coming from. Yeah. We had two guys with shields in front of me providing two layers of defense. You were up a vantage point behind us, yeah. sniping people who came in from the sides. Yeah. And Alicia was healing the guys with the shields as yeah. they got hurt. And we dominated yeah, like yeah. it was ridiculous well, how well we won that and game and then like the next match when there's no, nothing like that cohesive plan going yeah. together it's like ugh. but it shows you that like when once that works it's not only how it should work but that's yeah. sat, that's the satisfying element of the yeah, game yeah, it's yeah. like teamwork is everything to it yeah. so even if you feel like your character's not got that much to them the people around them are going to make them feel way stronger and yeah, stuff. Yeah. so good it like a, brilliant really good thing game. yeah so yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about on Play podcast it. forever. When yeah, well, definitely done. Awesome, it's back. It is back. This is a, Rory's promised me a goddamn awesome jingle for a keyword countdown. I remember someone sent one in. What? Yeah, what? Ages, like weeks ago. But because <laughs> you haven't been here, I forgot about it until now. Uh, well, my favorite one right, to do is like the the who. Yeah, Teenage Wasteland. Keyword countdown. Keyword countdown. It's good, isn't it? it really does. gets in your head as well. That is in my head. Keyword forever. countdown is back. How many times have you played this? Once, and I got one right. All right. Yeah. I've played it once, and I lost to Rory Powers. Yeah, I lost Rory Powers <laughs> oh my as well. God. Magic. Yeah, so... This is going to be the worst case ever. This is the relegation scrap. <laughs> Everything to prove. So keyword countdown, if you don't know what it is and it hasn't been on for weeks, is IMDb have some crazy keywords for their films. And I've picked 10 of the best for five different films. And you need to tell me which what the film is by the yeah. keyword. Right, okay. I was trying to think of something else. And I was trying to think you don't have a pen in your, in your hand, <laughs> which I was meant to have. Okay, here we go. Right. Film number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1980s. Team Wolf. Uh, Back to the Future. Springwood, Ohio. Springwood, Ohio. Subjective camera. The Goonies. What? Fifteen-year-olds. Stand by me. Villain. Oh my god. Fifteen-year-old. Villain, not really dead. Cliche. Oh, uh, 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 the the t- teen boys, <laughs> lost boys. <laughs> Booby trap. Booby trap. Child killer. What? Oh yeah. Oh. Burned alive. Oh, lovely bones. Uh. The game of Thrones. Pulling something out of a dream. Golden child. Pulling something out of a dream. Pulling something. 
Oh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, oh, hey. pulling something out of a dream. Well done. Child killer makes sense. Mm. That's only one point, Golden isn't child. it? <laughs> Golden child. Oh, man, what a film! Yeah, I'm saying that's a good film, but I've just not thought about that. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to watch Golden Eddie Murphy Classics. Classics. That's such a good film. <laughs> That's basically I'm going to just name Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I'll do an Eddie Murphy special. Yeah. Okay. Was that Second one point? Second film, you got one point. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's better than nothing. That's Thanks. true. <laughs> Sorry. <Come on. laughs> I didn't actually mean like that. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> Come on, Tyler. Second film. <laughs> Part of a series. Uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars. Nevada. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek Nevada uh, Desert Dune. Town Dune Tremors Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit I did not expect that to be the answer How did you get that? I just thought Desert Town And it's all in wow. that desert town isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god <laughs> You banged out eight points with you, that You two oh, right. like You're in cahoots I wish, Cahoots? Uh, that yeah. was so good um, So yeah Desert Town The other clues Underground Elephant Gun Survivalist Reference to National Geographic magazine, seismologist, eaten alive, giant worm. <laughs> that's when I would have got it after <laughs> yeah. that. I would that's say good. that, like, Desert Town, that's a, an easier keyword than, like, reference to National Geographic magazine. If you've watched Tremors. Yeah, I they're not really in order. Well, I don't really sometimes, remember sometimes, it. <laughs> sometimes they're in order of, like, hard to think, but sometimes it's just... Random. All I really remember. It depends how long I've got to yeah. do it. And I didn't, I forgot to do it. And then Joe went, Are you doing keyword countdown this week? And I pretty much run up the stairs to do it. <laughs> like, Homer, but he forgets Marge's birthday. Like, Oh yeah, I'll just go upstairs to get your present. <laughs> I really remember. Yeah, the only, the only bit of Tremors I remember is like that bit where he's standing on a barrel or something. That's it. That's all I know. It's that might film. not even be in the good film. film. I think they're making a TV show of Tremors. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. Nice. It's going to be shit. It's always it? go this quickly as well. What do you mean? Like, slow down a bit. Yeah, like, I've okay. got an old man. Okay. Head. Old man head. I've got an old man. <laughs> I've got an old man. He's really putting me off. <laughs> Film number three Small Town. Tremors Amu- 2. <laughs> Amusement Park. Uh... Nipples visible through clothing. <laughs> oh, I should know it from that. Homoerotic. Mohawk. Uh, adventure oh, Land. Uh, oh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well Homoerotic. Nipples visible through top. Yeah. Were they? Uh, Can't remember. The other ones, leather jacket, hanging upside down. Right. Burned to death. Throat slit in. Vampire. Did you just choose ones that had burned to death in them? I didn't. I, that was an accident. <laughs> Two out of three have had burned to death. In no, burned alive, burned to death. It same might thing. Exactly the no, same the thing. But that is interesting, though, because something in my head must have gone, oh, burned alive. When I saw Nightmare on Elm gone, mm, I'll do another one of that. I like that. So if you, do you just choose these movies randomly? Yes. Oh. Sometimes there's we should a th- be researching you more than these. Yeah, exactly, no, some, yeah. Sometimes there's a theme. Like sometimes I'll look at the running order, and then if we're talking about a specific film, like old films or something like that, maybe I'll do a theme. All right, but, next, next one's Green Room. Yeah. Well, these are all eighties films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I think they might all be actually. Mm. Okay. Film number four. Yep. Detective. Suspect. <laughs> Great. Seven. <laughs> Sexual Attraction. Seven. Oh, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of any film. Sexual Attraction. Villainous played by lead actress. Oh! I think you've got it. Sharon Stone, but I can't remember the Woman bloody film. Woman stabbing lover doing sex. Oh, Fatal Attraction. No. Female removes her clothes. Crotch shot. 
Mail, oh, what's that called? Mail, Basic Instinct. Yeah, <laughs> I remember what it's called. Thanks for the extra Sticky. keywords. I remember. <laughs> you, you know, you. I knew you had it because you went. You almost said B. I was right, he's like, got it. You almost Thanks, said yeah. B. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. I mean, it's steaming away with it. Yeah, but I knew that one. So yeah, that one. I that get, doesn't. That feels like a hollow victory. I get fifteen points for that. Nine, Nineteen points. Joe's got. <laughs> do you want? Do you want two out of my four points that's from mad, that one? That's madness. Okay, here we go. I'm really bad at remembering stuff. <laughs> but you'll get better, maybe. The more we play. <laughs> this is going to help my Alzheimer's, Jesus. is it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's like brain training. Right, right now, you've got <laughs> the brain of an 86-year-old. Oh, imagine yeah. you done up like Dr. Kamoshima. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Film number five. The mm. final film. Yeah. Keyword countdown. Castle. Title appears in song. Mm. Surrealism. Egotism. Rose. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah! <laughs> Holy bananas, Joe. I never want to play this game ever again. <laughs> it's alright. That's what Krupa was like when he lost really badly. Well, he's like, go stupid. I reckon I've smashed it up the table. Though. And then the week after, he did really well. He's like, I love this game. I absolutely love this game. I think this game's great. But I was bad <laughs> last time. No, you good. No, I wasn't so. Nah, I'm I lost the powers. Come on. I can't be, Powers is better than Powers. this. Like, you think he's got a really young mind, doesn't he? He's got a mind of a six-year-old. Elastic. <laughs> he's got an elastic mind. And, and to be fair, he's only seen ten films, and I've always done those films. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's just like, is it Garfield? Yes. Is it Garfield 2? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, while we're on the subject of Beauty and the Beast, have you seen the cast for the live-action Beauty and the Beast? I have not. It's mad. Oh, wait, no. Wait, were we talking about this? Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, I keep actually, talking about it. So anyone will listen. It was good. It's so good. So Beauty and the Beast is probably my favourite Disney film. Like, it, it probably sneak into my top ten films anyway. I am very surprised about that. It's a brilliant wow. film. That's all right. Oh, Joe. All those living house ornaments can fuck off as far as I'm concerned yeah, I how hate are you going to do that in the, in the film but they do really good songs I don't know they're not going to have the songs in the film are they yes they are it's going to it's going to be like a proper musical not like the jungle book yeah. where it was like two songs in it. Yeah. interesting um, who's directing Cinderella was a really good adaptation as well I haven't seen that Kenneth Branagh isn't it yeah. is he's, it he's good mm. like I'm not him. sure who's directing it but the cast right Belle Emma Watson good I've only ever seen her in Harry Potter really but mm. I got no qualms with her now like I think she's really good. Seems interesting. That's and very big of you. She's she, <laughs> she's she's pretty, and you kind of need to be pretty. Um, oh, I didn't say the other clues for the other keyword canal. Sorry, village, anthropomorphic clock, <laughs> fucking hell, two D animation, beautiful girl, beast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get it for the last two, you'd be like, what is that? playing playing beast and the prince is Dan Stevens. Who's that? Remind me. Uh, he's the guy. F- he's oh, fist Dan Stevens. Co- yeah, he's cousin Matthew from Downton Abbey. And he's in the Not guest. There. He's there, actually. We've got, still got our guest. Oh, he's then. the guest. I don't know. Yeah, him. he's in the guest, yeah. But I think he's brilliant. He's got beautiful blue eyes, as I, <laughs> as I recall. Which is Perfect a prince. Big Perfect. thing for Perfect Beast. Perfect Beast. Uh, Lumiere, so the candlestick dude. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. How's that good? Ewan McGregor can barely do an American accent. Imagine him doing French. How, I just don't know how they're going to do that. How, how are they going to bring a candlestick candle to life, to life. In, a, in a live action Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, I don't know. Me and Krupa told us the other day, actually, because I said I, was, <laughs> I said I was looking forward more to the new uh, Planet of the Apes because I think Andy Andy Circus's sort of 
digital team are way better at bringing things to life. And Krupa's like, yeah, but he has only brought to life things with human faces. Do you mean Jungle Book? Yeah, yeah so yeah. his Jungle Book, sorry. What did I say? Planet, uh, of, the Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, sorry, yeah. His, uh, his Jungle Book. And I said, I didn't really feel like the wolf was alive. He was just kind of moving his mouth and then yeah. people's noises coming out of there. I was going to yeah, say, um, they're going to try and do that with these. Like, just have a candle, like, just <laughs> flopping. <laughs> like, just wobbling them out. But is it, I mean, <laughs> is it an interesting point? Like, how are they actually, how are they actually going to do that? I hadn't even thought about that. Because um, being Cogsworth, so the clock, mm. so at least you've got something to work with there, because it's a basically face. a face. A clock face. Ian McKellen. Right. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Mrs. Potts. For some reason, they've recast that, even though Angela Lansbury is still alive. Right. Which is I'm glad I don't. Mental. Like An- Angela Lansbury really bothers me. Shut up. Everything Shut about her really mouth. bothers me. Or you're losing all your points. <laughs> <laughs> um, do is that. Emma, do Tom- that. Emma Thompson. See, that's way better. No, Emma Thompson's shut great. Shut up, Joe. You, you're wrecking this for me. Emma Thompson's the only good thing on this list. Um, <laughs> they're making up a completely new character for Sani Tucci. Josh Gad, who we had in here, is playing LeFou, so that's Gaston's uh, sidekick. Wow. Playing Gaston is Luke Evans. Yeah, well, there we go, the Welsh am- connection. Amazing casting there. This is why it's your favourite film. Yeah, But no, because yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But I think that's amazing casting for a no, live action like, thing. And I think Josh... But, but until you just said it, I hadn't thought about how they're going to react. But again, look at life. Disney's, like, for um, Jungle Book. Like, yeah. the, the people that are in that, it's just insane. Disney yeah. have got such power at the minute. Yeah. As much as I dislike Josh Gad he's the perfect he's perfect yeah, like, really that, that, is, that is a great cast yeah. they've done well I'm interested I'm more interested than I would have been I yeah. think based on that mm. but I hadn't thought about the candlestick <laughs> I think the rose will speak <laughs> because well. it's just eyes and a little mouth in the cartoon isn't it got like little flamey hands but how is it that they can actually put a face on him and then just it's going to look like Mighty Boosh. <laughs> like, it's going to look really shit, isn't oh, it? Imagine them all in like oh. papier mache costumes. Unless it's just a VO. For a candlestick that doesn't move. Well, no, no, I'm sure. Oh, well, it's animated. Right. It's like CG. <laughs> <laughs> just, what was that candlestick? I, I, I don't know. What, oh, it was like a dinosaur. You know, um, walking with dinosaurs. Right. Oh, they did that weird. Like they did a Walking with Dinosaurs movie yeah. that basically just had Walking with Dinosaurs and they did, the dinosaurs' mouths or anything didn't move, so right. they just had voices coming out of the dinosaurs and they were just going about their normal business. All right. Um, I hope it's not like that. It's just a candlestick <laughs> just sitting on the table. <laughs> Cheap what? though. Imagine if it's Emma Watson just going fucking bananas in a, <laughs> a mansion while she's Ewan McGregor's talking out of a candlestick. <laughs> train spotting too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Beauty of the Beast. I'm excited for it. That was keyword countdown with good. a little Beauty and the Beast thing so that's good let's never that's play great. that game again no let's play it every week with a jingle Rory. I love it excellent where am I in the table can you tell me uh, you're second from bottom but that is blistering yeah, performance so you, uh, I'll have to well, check I gave you some of those points there basically you gave me two of them I said I'd give you two I don't want you can them. have two for basic instinct oh, if you want them, them. Um, should we do some feedback help out <laughs> so as we go into feedback I've actually had some personal feedback not mean stuff, although probably I've had mean stuff, but I just try not to look at it. But um, someone sent me a DM on Twitter, a guy called Harley Hood, which is a pretty cool name. That's badass. And basically Harley, right, won a competition. Remember when Watch Dogs was coming out and they had a bunch of competitions on the different sites and you could, basically they were saying we're going to have all these NPCs with like backstories and stuff like mm. that. There was a competition to get yourself in Watch Dogs. Oh, like how are you Tyler's in it? Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. So basically, what they asked was your profession, uh, your name, and your date of birth and all that stuff, and a photo. And if you won the competition, you just basically appear as an NPC. Harley was one of the people who won this competition, right? Right. 
and he's never been able to find himself Aww. in the game. He's contacted Ubisoft a bunch uh, and couldn't get anywhere. I actually contacted like our people at Ubisoft today, like our contacts, and I was like, hey man, this is really weird, but... <laughs> told him the stories like any time he's like oh yeah i'll look into it for you hmm. um but harley was asking is there anyone who could check if they've seen harleyhood in uh watchdogs <laughs> i definitely didn't play enough watchdogs <laughs> yeah. no, i mean if you want to check what he looks like he's at hood 815 and his name is harley hood so he's, i mean it's a pretty remember like memorable name i would have thought yeah, but yeah. who the frick is still playing watchdogs but they, they're Maybe just about are. to bring out the next one so they can okay. go through the old code get him in the new one as yeah. well but it's just like I, I wonder I think him and his friends are actively looking for him on a daily basis. It's like one of my friends is in GTA 4. Okay. Um, but, again, knew which part of the city he was in. Yeah. Mm. And just spent days walking <laughs> the streets. And eventually found himself. Yeah. But still, it's like, oh, my God. Do you remember when they put our old office in Zombie U? Oh, yeah. And then there was a big shitstorm on the internet. Well, yeah. Because it wasn't our choice. <laughs> we didn't want it. <laughs> We, I'm pretty sure it was something to do... I think, oh, no, no, no. It was something to do with someone in our organisation. It yeah. just wasn't us on the team. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, we, yeah, we worked on the official Nintendo magazine. Right. So, Zombie U came out for the Wii U, and we had, like, the exclusive everything on it. And then it turned out, like, our offices were in the game, and just like, is this all right? Probably <laughs> yeah. not, nope. to be honest. Because, <laughs> like, we'd have had to send them scans of the office and things like or that. Or actual inside of the office. No, 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 no the, the outside. But yeah. it, it wasn't in the right place, and it wasn't no. the right building. It was just a sign on a building. Yeah. That right. was it. But, but it was really weird. That like, is kind of weird. such a strange thing. But then there's, um, what is it like? There's a there's a an unofficial PlayStation magazine in one of the Metal Gears. Right. I think. That that's, probably that's makes sense. There's also... Equally as weird. One of the... I think it's a GTA. Like, there's a load of... No, maybe it's not GTA. There's an open world game where a load of street signs are journalists' names. Ugh. Like, I think they're all Edge. And, like, you're just like, this is weird. <laughs> how did, how did that, that come weird, about? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really strange. Another funny thing that happened with that Zombie U thing is when they gave us all that exclusive stuff, we had a bit of artwork, like concept art, of, like, you know, a ruined bit of London. Um, so we printed it in the magazine, then got... Done, done really badly um, because in the background of one of these there was just a big sign that said fuck off that no one had ever noticed <laughs> in our chil children's video game magazine it was so you funny didn't no one noticed because it's quite small but like a load of parents wrote in all you know oh trading God. business got got caught up it was really bad I like the idea that zombie apocalypse happened and like you're like right I'm going to make this sign to like alive inside so <laughs> yeah, like, fuck, fuck off, off. <laughs> get away zombies to be fair that is the most London thing I can imagine <laughs> yeah. So if you can find Harley Hood in the game, maybe we'll have an update next week when I, Ubisoft get back to me, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's Harley. be honest. Um, okay, so Alexandros... Oh, come on. <laughs> I cleared this with you. But I, I wasn't really listening to what you were saying. Isn't it Sotsopolis? Sotsopolis. Good luck. He said, does say good luck pronouncing that. Okay, fine. I've been listening to this podcast from day one and it never fails to deliver. A particular highlight of mine was Dan wearing the helmet and sounding like a sad Darth Vader. Yes. Uh, in the early days, we had a <clears throat> crash helmet, a dirt crash helmet. Okay. And uh, Dan, we just... Kilby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we used to make him do stupid stuff, uh, like eating what's-its-with-milk and like weird things. And he just used to do it. Um, and so we made him do a whole podcast wearing a crash helmet that was about three sizes too small, so it was crushing his head. Oh, <laughs> That's, I think I'll look that up. I should point out, we, we talked last week about people who've listened since day one, so almost all of these have mentions of people who have listened since yeah, day one. Yeah, it says day one listener, yeah. 
Yeah, because I heard you were talking about the Ellis James and John Romans podcast. Yeah, one like, is. One is. Um, on a side note, I also have a question for the show. If budget wasn't an issue, what would your ideal gaming life and configuration look like? I chose this because I like the phrase gaming, gaming life. life. Like, mean like I'd be a robot? Yeah, I was thinking like, I don't know, just be a, like a big fat eye the yeah. size of a hatchback <laughs> just looking at a TV with little arms poking out for extra controllers I, I, th- I think gaming like, life configuration right I was thinking about this the other day but not like in this but like I think the best we've got a really sweet setup here because we've got so many tellies and that everywhere yeah. but the other night after we went to the pub and instead of going on to another pub we came here to play video games yeah. that is the thing because I live in a small flat mm. as I'm sure anyone roughly my age does and like you've got kids so you haven't yeah. got that much space either that's my ideal configuration it's just like lots of space so it's not boiling hot when you get yeah. six people into a room yeah. to play video but it's games. nice to have something like where you've got like loads of consoles already lined yeah. up and you're Kind of ready to go. Yeah, that's kind. That's kind of it. That's the ideal gaming thing. Is just not having to fiddle around. Like, yeah. it's such a faff yeah. to get anything done most of the time. Yeah. That like just having everything there and going I'm ready we can to go. Switch yeah. on and we're yeah. playing. But like it's when brilliant. we played GTA Heists last summer. Yeah, and we played them in oh, here in the studio. That was amazing. Mm. Uh, so you're playing like a true multiplayer experience, yeah. but next to each other with beers Perfect. and everything. That that was that was great. And it was like, oh, that was so, we need to do that, because that was so good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I really wish we'd captured that as well, because it would have been hard to edit, but so much weird stuff was it's happening funny. all the time. And yeah. it was, it felt like we were just laughing constantly. Yeah. We were drunk, but so, <laughs> like, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think just something with a lot of space and you haven't got to muck about with wires and stuff all I the see, time. I always think anyone who gets those like mad gaming chairs that have like vibrating bits oh, and like shit. speakers no. in yeah. the head. Like, just, I don't need any of that. No. Like, it's no. just such a load of work. Yeah. I'm going to work less. It's a big old warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) A warehouse with all my friends. Uh, Tom Tidswell writes in saying, uh, I'm one of the listeners since episode one with the Lando, Martin, Chris and Alex. Question mark. Uh, I was on the first one. I can't remember who else was. Matt Wells, the good old days. Uh, I was once in a pub in Liverpool after getting off the train and needed a cold beer to refresh myself. And a rough-looking gentleman asked me if I wanted to buy some Persil. I don't know what this is in relation to. <laughs> we were talking to. about people. <laughs> oh, okay, right. None of us had ever been offered anything dodgy in pubs. You've got to give us some background to this. <laughs> I'm just going to and I forgot. <laughs> uh, well, this I is like the cat and whistle wherever the thing, the road pub or whatever oh, it is. The road yeah. pub. <laughs> anyway, so uh, when, question, when he questioned him why... Uh, he also offered to show me some more around, more in his car around the back, and he ended up getting drunk with him and singing One Direction uh, karaoke uh, till one a.m. till one p.m. till one p.m. Well, that's what he said. I think he probably means one a.m. Okay. He's still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just really interested in dodgy dudes in pubs because I've never had that experience. Why would you want to buy Purcell off a dude in a pub? I don't know. Out of the boot of his car. Yeah, maybe it's also. If you had that, you would never go outside and look at. Well, I would. No, I wouldn't. I'm not that interested in liquid tabs. Yeah. I need more. Well, it doesn't say it was liquid tabs. Well, then it's not even worth my time <laughs> to it. just be powder. It's ridiculous. Um, you ever been offered anything dodgy in pubs? I genuinely want to hear stories. I used to work in a pub, so we used to get, like, I had, but to be fair, I, it was like a local, but he was a fisherman, and he would literally just come in with just like a Tesco bag full of mussels. And he'd be like, <laughs> Holy shit. Three quid? 
Be like, is it worth you going out there for if I give you three quid? <laughs> three quid. Um, but then he'd come out with like mackerel as well. He'd catch like eighty mackerel or something, and you could and he just you could buy them off him. And Did he not just go. take him to a market or something, or just put him in a bag in the pub? Well, he was like an ex- like an eccentric millionaire, so I don't right. think he needed money or anything like that. So that's I'm awesome. Like that. He was like it was just crazy like forager, like fisherman guy, millionaire awesome. fisherman. But he was also like the most crazy alcoholic I've <laughs> ever, I've ever met. He's a Amazing guy. He's dead now. I went to his funeral a few years back. But um, how, much, how well did you know this guy? How many mackerel have you mackerel every day? Oh, I lived there for like four years. I knew him, so I knew him for four years. And every time I went back, but like he would ring up the pub in the morning because he's just such a bonk. And like his dad was a like millionaire, left him all these millions, but stipulated in the will he's only allowed like an allowance because he's like he's right. just going to drink it's it like away and he'll kill Reister's, himself. Reister's Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and um, so he, but he would ring up. Um, because of this, every time he would get his check, he would just, instead of spacing the money out over the thing, he would just go on one massive bender. Wow. And the rest of the time, he'd drink in his house. Right. Um, but he'd ring up on the day of his bender, Christ. and he'd be like, oh, um, who's working tonight? And there was like three of us that could take him home. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's working. Okay, brilliant. I'm, I'm coming out. Just let you know. Can someone take me home? He's like, yeah, absolutely fine. Um, and he'd just come out and just the most drunk I've ever seen anybody right. ever so you um, enabled a man who shortly later died that's this story yeah, he didn't die of you alcohol poisoning guy. or anything like well, that what did he die of or am I is that not tasteful yeah it's not very really nice but yeah um, <laughs> he uh, yeah every, well, once I walked I walked him back and he gave me a bottle of wine that had a cork in it and so he drank like some of it <laughs> um, when I took, like, I took it back to the pub and I was like oh he, like Paul just gave me this weird bottle of wine and we looked it up online it's worth like £1,300 I thought you were going to say it was full ah. of muscles <laughs> <laughs> you just keep popping him in the top <laughs> and eating the shells. What are you doing for? <laughs> oh, next. What's the next bit? <laughs> this is uh, Ben Hickman. I, um, we were talking in, in the last podcast about has anything ever created like a long form story in film like the Marvel Cinematic Universe has? And we said no. And mm. we've been in proved films. In films. And we've been proved wrong. Okay. Uh, ben Hickman Dan mentioned in the podcast about other movies using a long form storytelling similar to what Marvel is doing with the with the MCU yeah even though my suggestion is completely out there Kevin Smith with his viewer skew universe did a similar thing with characters making references to each other you could say it all came together in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back which is really interesting I've never thought about like comedy yeah. universes existing it's, a, it's, an mm. inter- it's an interesting point like, and, like, I don't think it comes together like Civil War does no but but it's like it's such an interesting form, like I guess trying like, to create you know, this world, yeah, with it, with little stories within it. I'm yeah. really into that. It's so cool. Like I'd like the uh, like. I think if Quentin Tarantino had been smarter about it from the beginning, like because there's all those like his theories about all his red apple cigarettes and all exactly, that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be cool if if you know we had a bet. But if we had a better understanding, it wasn't just like a theory and rumors and stuff like that. Yeah, like, his, that would be quite. His cool. is like that like bullshit Zelda universe they made up for the book. Yeah. You know where they were just like yeah Hyrule the story. There's like three different timelines. Shut up. Stop yeah. asking. Yeah. All questions. the people. All the people who think that like the Disney universe is like one and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Like, what about the Pixar one? Do you believe? Yeah. Right. Do you believe that? I wish it was. Yeah. And they should have made it like that. Like they, but obviously, it's quite hard to do that. Isn't it? It's a weird world. Though, um, but isn't yeah, it? I mean, it's a, it's a good shout out. It's his, his new his new trailer for his new film went up yesterday. Is that the one, the, the oh, Tusk? Or is that old? No, Tusk is before that. But this oh, okay. new film is called like Yoga Hoses or something like that. And I think that's connected to Tusk somehow as well. Right. Is it? Um, I guess if you're making these films yourself, like, 
Do what you want. Right? I yeah. suppose, yeah, if you're your own boss and, yeah. like, Hollywood, for whatever reason, have stopped telling you what to do, why mm. not? Like, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's more interesting. Well done. So, yeah. Well done, Ben. Um, this is from Jack Milburn. He says, hello, IGN UK. I was just wondering what your favorite podcasts are, the IGN UK podcast. Of course, I love this podcast and other IGN podcasts, apart from the anime. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> You should have <laughs> highlighted this in my defence. I didn't know that was that bad. You Come on, Bell. Someone um, just doesn't like one bit of content. That's so fine. I was just wondering if you had any other podcasts you could recommend. Uh, I've I, talked about this some. You listen to a lot. I listen yeah. to tons. Yeah. It's all like, I do. I only listen to Adam Buxton, really. Yeah, yeah. I used to listen to Adam and Joe. That was my favourite. Do you listen to the Kathy Burke Adam Buxton one? I haven't listened. To oh, it. it's great. It's it? so yeah. good. Okay. It's really, really good. Um, I've talked about other podcasts I like before, but I just started listening to one um, which is called Dunkumentaries, which is like short, sort of like audio documentaries about basketball but it doesn't matter if you're not into basketball like they are really good same as with like Adam McKay's podcast surprisingly awesome as well hmm. where they take like a subject that should be really really boring and show you why it's actually surprisingly awesome hmm. uh, those are the huh. two podcasts I like at the moment there's yeah I'm for kind of similar reasons I'm into the cracked one which basically does exactly the same thing as their they yeah. take an article title from the website and then they turn it into just a discussion by the people who wrote that article um, that's awesome which is really interesting because yeah. it often means that they go into way more detail than those yeah. little list features can mm. and they're not like beholden to jokes and stuff so you yeah, get these yeah, weird yeah. histories of like very specific things yeah. it's great it's really good listen Rolling Stone started doing that um, ages ago they started doing like a podcasty version of the cover story so wherever the cover story would be they right. would have the <clears throat> editor of Rolling Stone interviewing the person who wrote the cover story mm. and then what you get then is you get all these like amazing stories that yeah. couldn't fit into whatever huh. the yeah. theme of that article was yeah. and you get to know like way way more about like how it was written there because like for Rolling Stone like they proper like embed themselves with those people yeah like they could be with them it could be going on for months as well where like they're going on different parts of it so you get to know like a little tiny bit more yeah. i like that it's cool it's good yeah i'm also into like weird well yeah i'm into a lot of like true crime and serial killer related stuff okay because i'm like that it's just a cool guy um and yeah there's a couple well there's a last podcast on the left which i'm obsessed with which is basically three horrible comedians uh talking about the worst possible things um that have happened in history and are they funny though Sometimes, like sometimes it goes. That's way, a no. Sometimes it goes way over the top. But yeah, are they American? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. You get into their like groove, and you realise that like the guy at the centre of it researching it is incredible at researching okay. stuff. He reads like full books in the weeks between podcasts, mm. and creates these brilliant stories that's pretty cool um, which is really really interesting you just yeah. have to get on board with their comedy and there's another one called Law which is a similar thing but by a horror writer so he does the, yeah. does like loads of research presents it as like this tale and then he always tries to kind of tie it into like um, I think they turned that into a TV series yeah they are yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he announced that last week I think awesome. um, yeah and it, he always tries to kind of apply it to human life in some way awesome. which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't but it's really good I'll have a bang on that because lots of people have been talking about it do it mate yay uh, Liam writes in saying as someone who's currently studying game design and plans on doing a teaching course he was wondering do you ever see video games becoming part of the school syllabus already are Minecraft I suppose there's a teaching version of that already yeah there's, lo there's loads of stuff like um, a friend of mine teaches like year 5 kids so what are they mm -hmm. like Oh, I find it so confusing. Six? Well, no, my eight? daughter is no, I my daughter is six, and she's in year one, so four what? years old than that. Yeah. I thought. 
So it's 11. Know. Okay, right. 10, yeah, they, they do, like, um, programming stuff. Right. And, that, and like, there's, like, video game stuff in there they're allowed to do. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they do, like, uh, like they've got a Sphero as well, like a BB-8 Sphero. And, like, part of that is you can program. Well, I guess that's... Like that. that's huh. But that's... So example he uses, oh, okay. he's head of schools using Democracy 3 as a way of showing how hard it is to govern a country. Oh, uh, okay. Um... So, but yeah, like, I don't know if there are any games that are kind of super historically accurate or anything like that. Although I'm pr- pretty sure they're just all kind of changed for artistic reasons. Yeah, they yeah. probably just take what they like about it. Like, yeah. you couldn't even say with like Assassin's Creed, really, because no. you take some bits and then it's like, all right, well, why is Darwin blowing up that <laughs> exactly. weird house? <laughs> that guy was nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember there was that weird game show where they tried to tell history through the Total War engine? Where they got a load oh, yeah. of like nerds yeah, yeah. in a room to like play battles out, like historical battles out, but it used Total War, yeah, which was really oh, strange. Do you remember like, that? Yeah. Time Warriors or something? It was really strange, yeah. and that was kind of half educational stuff. Was it on CBBC? Or was it? Be? Might not have been. Um, but yeah, so there, there is that. Like, I'm kind of interested. It's like an easy thing, but like, if it ever became cheap enough virtual reality could be a really interesting oh, way of doing like yeah, yeah, yeah. just museum visits and stuff or yeah. you know art and that kind of thing yeah. could be really cool like yeah. that would mix work. the stuff that you've been hearing about like virtual reality porn as well getting wanked off by darwin Right, children. That. Oh no! <laughs> what are you talking about? A level. I'm talking A level. <laughs> oh right, yeah, that's oh, right. Kids of age. Never ever, ever put you in front of children. <laughs> no, I meant like older Holy stuff. Holy shit! Because most, I think, all virtual reality stuff still is like eighteen. That's part of the curriculum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In IT lessons at my school, we had like two banks of computers and for some reason all the computers had red alert on them awesome um so what would happen is the teacher would be on one side and we'd all be playing like a LAN game and so on one side the teacher would be looking at their work and we'd be playing red alert and then he'd come back to our side and the other side would switch on and like play so it became like turn-based red alert (laughs) we were doing like taking turns to do stuff and that taught me a lot about cheating nice that was good good that's it that is it uh, well, that's it for this week's podcast. Great stuff. Thanks, chaps. Uh, and thank you, as always, for listening. And uh, I guess we'll be back same time next week. I'm not, because I'm never going to play that stupid game you'll <laughs> But, uh, yeah, take care. See you later. Bye. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.